Hello, Word Nerds. Welcome to the last episode of... What am I trying to say? This is the last episode of the letter A. Welcome to my podcast called The Dictionary, the only podcast in the world where some idiot reads the dictionary, and that idiot is me, and I am sitting next to my non-idiot wife, who somehow puts up with me, and the cats are running all over the place. Uh, Say hi, Sharon. Hi, Sharon. There you go. Uh, So I asked her to be on this last episode of the letter A, um, because... I thought something we need something special for this one, and she's special, so she's on this episode. Aw, thank um, you. The last time you did this, uh, you were the one reading. Yes. And I'm, I know you had a blast doing that. <laughs> so much fun. Uh, but this time, I'm going to be doing the reading, and um, so let's get into it. Uh, Bailey, do you want to read a word? No, she wants to play. Okay, the first word is azotemia. A-Z-O-T-E-M-I-A. This is a noun from circa 1900. An excess of urea or other nitrogenous wastes in the blood as a result of kidney insufficiency compared to uremia. And uh, azotemic is an adjective. Well, did you learn about this ever in nursing school? Yes. And I sometimes have patients that um, when I read through their faxes... I've read this term uh, to describe some of their cases. Azotemia. And are you pronouncing it correctly? Azotemia. You mean are you pronouncing it correctly? Yes, I believe that is how you... Azotemia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Uh, the, as I've mentioned in the past, uh, I do not plan these the guests with the words, and so it's just a coincidence that this is actually a word that you are familiar with. Um, all right, next we have Azoth. A-Z-O-T-H. We are in a very weird section of the dictionary because the A-Z words are odd. Uh, This is a noun from the 15th century. One, mercury remedy. Wait, no, I skipped a line. Mercury regarded by alchemists as the first principle of metals. Number two, the universal remedy of Paracelsus. Paracelsus. I think that's somebody's name because it's capital P-A-R-A. C-E-L-S-U-S. I have no idea who that is. Do you? Probably a Greek god. Yeah, maybe. Um, this is from Middle Latin. It's an alternative of azok from the Arabic al-zaua, which means the mercury. So this is all about alchemy. Next we have azotobacter. Azotobacter, A-Z-O-T-O-B-A-C-T-E-R. This is a noun from 1910. Any of a genus of large rod-shaped or spherical bacteria occurring in soil and sewage and fixing atmospheric nitrogen. Uh, That's all I got for that one. (laughs) Maybe I can find a picture. Um, All right, next we have azoturia. No, azoturia. A-Z-O-T-U-R-I-A. This is a noun from circa 1838. An abnormal... Abnormal? No, an abnormal condition of horses characterized by muscle damage, especially to the hindquarters and dark-colored urine containing nitrogenous or nitrogenous substances from muscle tissue breakdown. Uh, That doesn't sound good to the horses, uh, and I'm sorry that they have to go through that. I wonder if that happens when they're, like, racing or something. Hmm. Got any thoughts? Uh, hold on. Let me look at the definition. 
an abnormal condition of horses characterized by muscle damage, especially to the hindquarters, and dark-colored urine containing nitrogenous substances from muscle tissue breakdown. Maybe it has to do with azotemia. Yeah, no, it's probably very similar. Um, I would not be surprised. Although this one is about... Uh, well, they, they both got nitrogenous in the definition. This one, The first one was about kidney stuff. Um, this one's more about muscles. Um, but they probably are connected in some way. Um, okay, we are going to move on to AZT, all caps... It is a noun from 1985, an antiviral drug, C10H13N504, that inhibits replication of some retroviruses, as HIV, and is used to treat AIDS, called also azetothymidine zidovudine, something, something like that. Uh, I'm sure that's what that stands for. And uh, yeah, there's no other etymology other than that. Uh, glad that we have something that helps treat HIV and AIDS. And I'm sure since this book was made, uh, I think we probably have even newer, uh, newer um, treatments for people with those conditions, uh, diseases. So glad we're making progress on that. Um, next, we have Aztec. Whoa, Bailey just ran past us at top speed. Bailey, you want to come say hi? Say hi, Bailey. She's too busy running kitty drills with our other cat, Audrey. She was just smelling the microphone. Um, all right, next we have Aztec, capital A-Z-T-E-C. This is a noun from 1814, 1A, a member of a Nahuatl-speaking people that founded the Mexican Empire conquered by Cortes in 1519. 1B, a memory of any people under Aztec influence. Number two, we have the synonym Nahuatl. By the way, that is spelled N-A-H-U-A-T-L. And Aztecan is an adjective. Uh, let's see. This is Spanish from Azteca, from the Nahuatl word Azteca with an H, uh, which is plural of Aztecatl, Azteca with a T-L. Do you remember when we were playing running charades and one of Mark's clues was uh, Quetzalcoatl? Yeah. Quetzalcoatl. That's, a, I think, an Aztec or, or a Nahuatl word. Um, that was yeah. a bird, right? It, it's like, um, it, it's like, a. It, I think it's one of their gods. It's not just a bird. It's like a combination of like a lizard and a bird and like maybe one or two other things. And I'll see if I can find a picture, but we're not in the cues. That's a cue word, but I think it is an Aztec God. Next we have Azuki or Azuki bean, A-Z-U-K-I. That's the Azuki word. It is an, uh, a variation of Adzuki or adzuki bean, which we read back in the ADs. So there's no definition. Next we have, how do you say this word? Azulejo. Azulejo. This looks Spanish, maybe? Yeah. Um, A-Z-U-L-E-J-O. It is a noun from circa 1889. A glazed, usually blue ceramic tile, originally of Portugal and Spain. And I'm just chuckling to myself a little bit because the cats are still going nuts. And uh, I don't know if you can hear them on the microphones, but they're, they're running on the hardwood floors, and it's very funny to me. This is the first time we've recorded at home. Um, so that is a blue ceramic tile. Maybe I can find an example of that and put it on the Instagram. Next, we have Azure. A-Z-U-R-E. This is a noun from the 14th century. One is archaic, and we have the synonym lapis lazuli. Do you know what that is? Isn't that um, uh, some sort of a, a precious stone? 
Uh, it, it might be, yeah. That sounds like it might be a, a some sort of stone. Um, let's hey, we have a dictionary right in front of us. Maybe we should look that up. Oh, but you know what? That's so far. It, that's in the L's. We can't go and look. We have to just, we have to guess until we get there. We'll find out in 10 more years. Yeah. All right. 2A, the blue color of the clear sky. Uh, 2B, the heraldic color blue. 3, the unclouded sky. And azure is also an adjective. I remember first hearing this word, I think, in uh, Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. Did you ever see that show? I have not seen that When show. I was a kid, um, uh, what is that guy's name? He, he, him, the Osmond? Yes. Donny Os- Osmond. Yes. Donny Osmond was in Chicago. He was living there, living here for a while. And he was in that show. And we went and saw it. Um, and uh, and I, in in the song where they're listing all the different colors that are in the coat, uh, Azure was one of them. I was like, "What's Azure?" And then later I found out it was blue. It's just 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 blue. Um, let's see. This is from Middle English Azur from Anglo French Azuere. How do you say that in the French way? A Z E U R E. Azur. Sure, that sounds better than the way I said it. <laughs> Um, it is probably from Old Spanish, which is a modified of the Arabic word lazaward, lazaward, sure, uh, which is from the Persian lajuard. So yeah, azure is blue. Next we have azurite. I have a feeling this is going to be some sort of blue rock or stone. It is a noun from circa 1868. One, a mineral that consists of blue basic carbonate of copper and is a minor copper ore. Number two, a semi-precious stone derived from azurite. That's probably what you were thinking about. Uh, let's see. Okay, we are, we are on the very last word, but there's two forms of it. It is the word. You want to see if you can figure out how to say that? Azygos? Uh, yeah, azygos. Azygos, I think, is the... But yeah, you were really close. A-Z-Y-G-O-S. So this is the first form of two. It is a noun from 1646. And azagos anatomical part. Well, you know, you've taken anatomy classes. Do you have mm-hmm. any idea what that is? Um. So let's see. I'm thinking it might be related to zygote. Hold on a second. Somebody's calling my phone, so I'm going to have to turn them off. Um, yeah, well, let's, let's look at the next one, um, which is the second form, azygous. It is an adjective from 1681, not being one of a pair. And then a synonym is single, as in an, as a, oh, how do you say it again? Azygous vein. Does that help? Well, I'm looking here, it says, is a zygon yoke, and a, a zygot is, uh, the name for, um, a fetus, uh, oh man, what stage? A very early stage of a, of a fetus. So I'm thinking it might have something to do with that. But I am definitely, um, yeah, I don't remember <laughs> everything that I learned from anatomy and physiology class. That was a long, long, long time ago. Yeah. So I'm, I'm kind of guessing at all these medical terms we're talking about that's today. That's all right. Uh, you're not being tested yet. Um, but yeah, this is from Greek, which means unyoked. Uh, and it is from A plus zygon, which means yoke. So it's the opposite. It's unyoked. And then there's more at the word yoke. And I, that's not helping me in any way um, until we learn about what the word yoke means. But maybe I can find a picture of a zygote fetus or something. 
Um, yeah, so that's that's all of the words. I think we might uh, pop a little bubbly to celebrate the end of the letter A. Um, so I, I went and bought Spencer a bottle of sparkling wine that actually begins with the letter A. One minute, let me go grab that. Did you bust an eardrum? Yeah, uh, it probably uh, blew out the microphone, but that was the uh, that was the pop. So, uh, what does this say? So, this is uh, Aria Estate Brut, and it is a um, cava, which is basically um, like a Spanish uh, champagne. Uh, it says, Aria Estate Brut has won decades of acclaim, handcrafted at the renowned Segura. Uh, Vidas estate? Se- Segura Viudas. Yeah, I, I, I took French, so I'll, I'll let you pronounce the uh, Spanish words. Um, it is clean, fresh, lively, and dry. Enjoy the sublime chorus of melon, nectarine, bread dough flavors, and creamy finish. That sounds delicious. Interesting. So here, hold my microphone, and I will pour us some. Was aria um, a word that you read? Yeah, so this is the word aria spelled A-R-I-A. And what did that mean? Well, I think there were multiple definitions, but if I remember correctly, I mean, I know one of the definitions is um, uh, a song in an opera, usually sung by like a soprano or a mezzo-soprano, something like that. Um, But I think there were other definitions, uh, but that was the only one that I remember because I actually knew it ahead of time. Uh, So yeah, that's this is not aria, aria stark. Uh, which I have brought up before on this podcast, but this is like, you know, the song. But maybe I'll uh, actually go back and look to see if this, if they're using this word in a different, uh, a different definition. But it's Spanish. All right. We know that. So cheers to finally finishing the A's. And how many episodes did it take to finish the A's? Um, it, uh, 300 and around 340. Woo. So cheers to your 340 something episode and, uh, onto the bees, onto the bees. And I actually already recorded the first B episode and, um, you know, it starts as you would expect with the letter B. This is quite delicious. Mm. I like the doughy bread. Oh yeah, flavor. <laughs> any any kids listening? If you want to try this um, kava, ask your parents. Um, cool. Any any last words from you? Well, I'm thinking maybe you should pick uh, one of your favorite words. I mean, should we pick a favorite word from this oh, last yes. section? Thank you for don't, reminding me. We don't ab- usually do that. Yes, you actually have to pick your favorite word. Uh, we started here with azotemia, azoth. Azovac, az, azotobacter, I think azoturia. I'm going to go with azure. Azure? A- azure. Azure. Yep, that's the one that's, uh, that's blue. Um, and uh, so I think when I, when I talk to people about this, episode, or this uh, podcast, um, the word that I often describe as, as a, a new word that I learned or something that sort of stuck out um, is the word ABC Darian. I have talked about that word a lot with people. And I think it's, it's pretty appropriate because it basically means, or one of the definitions is in alphabetical order, which this book is in. I am going through it in alphabetical order. Some people have commented, oh, well, why don't you just read like a few words or a handful of words? Like, nope, I'm going to read every single one in alphabetical order. And um, 
it, it's also appropriate for me because I've always been a very organized and fastidious person. I don't know if that's the right word. Um, and I loved alphabetizing things. So when I would get a new movie, it would have to go in the, in the, the right spot alphabetically. Uh, I know that when we started dating, all your movies were like in bins, not organized in any way. And all my movies were perfectly in alphabetical <laughs> order. And so when we had to combine our movies, um, I, of course, had to make sure that they were in alphabetical order. Same with music. I would make sure my CDs were all in alphabetical order. So that that one, um, I guess that would, off the top of my head, that would be my sort of favorite word of the letter A's. All right. I'm, I'm just going to take a, a quick little peek here, and uh, I'm going to pick my favorite A word. Stand by. I'm going to go with Australian cattle dog. <laughs> Australian cattle dog? Yes, because... Um, I'm a little bit dog crazy because we are not allowed to have a dog where we live. And uh, I'm not sure if these are the pic. <laughs> there's actually a little picture in this dictionary. Um, but there's those um, Australian uh, dogs that we see all the time now. Yeah. And I can never remember their actual uh, name, it's breed Aus- name. Yeah. It's Australian something, but they're so beautiful with um, just like the coloring and their fur. It's like a light brown and a white and sort of mottled throughout. And don't they have kind of like usually light blue eyes too or something? They have like these gorgeous blue eyes, maybe azure colored maybe, maybe. <laughs> eyes. Um, yeah. But since I like dogs and I also really like Australia and my heart is breaking for what's going on there right now um, with all the fires. It's really, really sad. And um, Spencer and I actually spent a couple weeks there a few years ago, and we were in a lot of the areas that are now on fire. So, yeah, I'm going to go with, with this one and with uh, part of my solidarity with Australia. So please donate to uh, any sort of legitimate fund to help raise money for the firefighters and help save all the poor animals and people that are being displaced by these horrible, horrible fires. Yeah. A special shout out just, I mean, to Australia, another word that starts with the letter A, uh, for all of the letter A, that's a special shout out to that. And, um, I've, I've heard, I think I heard some celebrity donated like a million dollars to, to help with all of this. Um, I heard some comment about the, the Notre Dame Cathedral raised some ridiculous amount of money in a short amount of time and Australia had raised virtually none. And it's like, it's, it's impacting so many more lives, uh, than, than human and animal. Right, right. Um, Notre Dame is sad, but yeah, it didn't really affect anyone. No one died. Right. It billions or about a billion or more animals have died. I don't know how many humans have died. Um, So yeah, it's been really rough seeing the the photos and the videos that people are posting, but it's, it's because of climate change. I've said this so many times before, do what you can. Corporations, do what you can. If you don't change immediately, you're not going to have a corporation to run. You're not going to have a life. So it, you, you, you have to do what you can do. Otherwise there's going to be nothing. Um, Australia is just burning, burning, burning. And so thank you to all the firefighters. I know American firefighters just traveled over there to go help out. Oh, really? That's amazing. Um, so yeah, do what you can. Um, what a great note we're ending on (laughs) (laughs) for the letter A. Um, we'll, uh, we'll, maybe we'll post another picture of an Australian cattle dog on the Instagram page. So, um, another A, 
Arm the Animals, which is an organization that sells clothing. It's um, animal-related clothing. Their t-shirts are really adorable and funny, and I own some of them, and they donate proceeds from their sales to go towards different animal organizations, and right now they have shirts for sale that help uh, Wires Wildlife Rescue in Australia, um, which is helping all the poor animals that have been affected by the fires. And we're not affiliated with Arm the Animals or Wires, and it's um, capital W-I-R-E-S. We just both love animals a lot. And so we've donated to them. Um, So, yeah, and you don't have to donate a lot. Every dollar helps. So uh, if you want to, you know, do something good and you, you have a few extra bucks, please consider donating to an organization to to help all the uh, people and animals of Australia. And Sharon is wearing one of those shirts right now, which I don't think I've seen her take it off, actually, because <laughs> she's worn it probably for two weeks straight. Um, it's, Around the house is pajamas, not like... <laughs> right. Not outside. <laughs> not outside. Um, and it's a, a little cute kitten holding a... Uh, is that a scythe? A, um, a sickle. A sickle, yeah. I know they're similar. But yeah, it's a little cute kitten kitten holding a sickle, which I think is hilarious and cute. Um, so yeah, go go donate. Go, go buy a shirt and uh, help all of the lives in Australia, animal and human alike. And... Um, yeah, so um, cheers again to your last episode. Thank you for uh, wanting me to be on this episode. It was fun. Sorry if we ended on kind of a downer. But, you know, it's something that has to be talked about, and uh, the timing just worked out this way. And uh, what was I going to say? Thank you for listening. This is not my last episode. This is just the last episode of the letter A. I still have 15-ish <laughs> more years to go. And uh, so, you know what? In the next uh, couple days, you will start hearing me talk about the letter B. I have no idea how long that's going to take. I haven't planned it out yet. Um, And so, hey, that could be a year and a half for all I know. Wow. Um, All right. And until next time, this is Spencer and Sharon reading the dictionary. Goodbye. Bye.